Hey, what's going on there, podcast land? Matthew Johnson once again back with another edition of Dementia in Black and White. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about drugs that are used to manage the symptoms of Alzheimer's and dementia in general, I guess. I'll give a little background on kind of what they do and the benefits and drawbacks and talk about what my own experience is in terms of taking care of my mother. So sit back, relax, enjoy this week's episode of Dementia in Black and White. Us get into it today. So this information that I'm going to read from, cite an article from the Mayo Clinic, and it doesn't have a name for the author here. It just says Mayo Clinic staff, and it doesn't have a date. This is on their website, mayoclinic.org. So I don't know how old it is, but just given the fact they're talking about two drugs that are two types of drugs that have been approved by the FDA that it is prior to this year, because this year, of course, we know, and I've done an earlier podcast on it about another drug that was, I guess, conditionally approved by the FDA just June of 2021, earlier this year. So this was obviously written before that, but the title of this article is Alzheimer's Drugs Help Manage Symptoms, and then the subtitle Still, Alzheimer's still has no cure, but two types of drugs can help manage the symptoms of the disease. And so let's just cite some information from the article. It says Alzheimer's drugs might be one strategy to help you temporarily manage memory loss, thinking and reasoning problems and day to day function. Unfortunately, Alzheimer's drugs don't work for everyone and they can't cure the disease or stop its progression. Over time, their effects wear off. And then it talks about the two different types of drugs that are currently approved. Cola hysterase inhibitors and memetine. Memetine. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. But those are the two different types of drugs. And it says that they are not approved for mild cognitive impairment. It says many people with mild cognitive impairment, but not all, eventually do develop Alzheimer's or another dementia. But this drug is not intended to treat those with mild cognitive impairment. Impairment, excuse me. And then the side effects, it talks about them being... Common side effects, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. Those are those cola hysterase. I'm pronouncing that right. And then it um, has another drug, one of the memantine drugs. uh, It goes by the name of Naminda. It says that common side effects of that are dizziness, headache, confusion, and agitation. Kind of some serious side effects there. And the I guess, street name for some of these drugs, and you may have heard of them, your people might be taking them. Aricept, Razadine, and Exelon. Three of the 
common drugs that are taken, the cholesterase inhibitors. So these drugs are out there. They're there to treat the symptoms, as this article said. Also, of course, talks about the fact that they don't cure the disease, which there is no cure for it, no drug to cure it as of yet. I believe they're still working on that. So what it really does is I assume if you catch someone early, you can perhaps help them with those conditions, you know, focusing and memory, day-to-day function. Um, so where do I stand on it? My mother does not take any any of those drugs. Just based on some of the research I've been doing and, you know, doctor's visits, of course, it appears that she is in the moderate stage of the disease. And for me, my thought process is, who is the drug going to benefit the most? And when I'm looking at my mother's condition, I'm looking at it on balance. So it's not just, oh, can this help her to you know, do their day-to-day functions? better, but also is that benefit worth the side effects, at least the known side effects? Because, of course, in my cynical mind, I'm always thinking, who were these drugs tested on? Did they have a good number of African-Americans in the test? Do we know what the long-term effects are on other functions and, you know, other body organs, you know, does this negatively impact the liver and all of that? Of course, how does it intersect with other drugs? Even though my mother is not on any other drugs, she doesn't have high blood pressure. She doesn't have diabetes. You know, some of those conditions that run rampant in the African-American community, particularly. And so I didn't want to go down that road unless I would have been assured that this thing could have her, you know, have more benefits than what the benefits are, you know, in terms of her, if she were to get some type of clarity, um, noticeable and maybe for a long period of time, then maybe I would have, uh, considered those. And I believe I am swimming upstream here in my thinking, and this is why I tell you that, because the uh, we have some folks that come, you know, from a couple of different services that sit with her and, you know, help to with her care throughout the day. And more than one of them has asked about, you know, drugs and whether or not she's taken any. And one of them who I guess I can't remember if she had a family member or just also took care of another person with dementia talked about uh believe it was this Aricept drug that one of her people were taking and that it was good. Like they, you know, noticed that they were better on it than they are, than they were off of it. So, and of course I believe it's just common in the Western medical society that you have a condition, we give you a drug and we'll monitor you and see how you're doing as opposed to, you know, a more holistic approach. So generally speaking, I know that that is 
part of the upstreamness. So in addition to the folks who come in and care for her, as I was doing these tours of the memory care facilities, and I've only gone to five so far, two of the larger facilities that had an assisted living side and a memory care side, and then the other three were smaller, like home-based care places, but they also had, you know, offered care for people with Alzheimer's at, you know, uh, all stages of Alzheimer's. And of course they ask about the condition of my loved one, my mother, because at the larger facilities, they actually have levels of care that determine the rate that they charge you. So if you are at a level one, you know, the person is more independent, not on medication because they don't have to do medication management and keep up with that. Your rate will be a little lower where if you're, you know, need help going to the bathroom, need help eating on medication, you know, that might pitch you at a level three, which would have you in the higher end of the sliding scale for the monthly rate. So they ask about that. And without exception, each place that asked what medications does she take when I said none, there was this kind of shock and awe look in their face. Oh, she doesn't take any medication. And then the more recent visit to one of the home places, the woman didn't just leave it there. After I said, no, she doesn't take anything. She inquired further and said, you mean she doesn't even take drugs for the Alzheimer's? You don't give her drugs for that? No, I don't. And my take from that was it's as if the places want to use the drug as a chemical restraint to make their jobs easier. That if the folks are on drugs, then they're going to be easier to care for. And maybe you don't have to do as much engagement in terms of activities to keep folks busy and keep folks entertained uh, or, you know, engaged just for lack of a better word. And I saw that in the larger facilities, you know, the ones that had the assisted living side, uh, the one I visited, they happened to be having a scavenger hunt at the time I was visiting. So the seniors were going around looking for these different things associated with whatever theme that they were doing, you know, speak, they would speak and, you know, they were just active and engaged and then we walked through there to get to the memory care side. And it was like night and day. The memory care side, the folks were more just docile and seemed unengaged and unaware and not alert and heavily medicated. Of course, I don't know. Don't know, but it just just telling you what I sensed not an expert, of course, in this, but it seemed that the people were just living, not thriving on the memory care side. That was the one large facility. And then, well, that was both of the large facilities. It was just kind of a night and day there. But one of the homes and with the homes, it seemed like, you know, if there were 12 people in the place, Eight of them were this way I'm describing you kind of just sitting over in a corner and 
just unaware of their surroundings. And, you know, and of course, I don't know what stage people are in. These folks may have been in all in the late stages. I don't know. I don't know. But it was just a, you know, a shock to my system to think my mother doesn't seem to be that way. I mean, she's very alert right now, very active, you know, engaging. Even if it's watching television, she will laugh out loud about something and follow along what's going on and get up and dance to even the thing music of the Cosby show. She'll get up and dance to that. She just uh, likes to dance, likes to move around and all of that. And I just would not want to be on the side of taking any of that away. And that would be my concern with these. If it's you know, fixing this one thing, but then taking away from her personality and her being herself. Um, it's, you know, because the condition that it's fixing isn't, you know, she's not a threat to her, herself. She's not a threat to other people. So I just question back and forth. Then why do we need to put the chemical in? Um, are the benefits worth it? Do the benefits outweigh those consequences and side effects? So I'd be curious to hear from other folks out there who are, you know, taking care of a loved one. And this is not to at all bash anybody because I know for sure, you know, we're getting advice from doctors who are studied and learned in this field. And, you know, we take their advice. So no other people are. Uh, using the different drugs, I'd be curious to know what are the benefits that you have seen? Have you noticed any side effects? Of course, these are kind of the side effects that they have to put out, but maybe you haven't seen any. It's only been the upside. I'd be curious to hear from others about that. So that's it for this week in terms of talking about the drugs that help manage the symptoms of Alzheimer's. Until next week, take care of your loved one. Absolutely. That's important. That's key. But also take care of yourself, mental and physical, because you want to be around. I'm out.